Okay, with Eric Burleson, uh, the Beth is the the short film play at the horror suspect horror underground film festival. Really interesting film. I would call this a family horror. Is that is that is that fair enough to say? Yeah, that that's a great way to put it. So it's really about this kid who's kind of trying to he's taking care of a baby. He's helping trying to help his mom, and then mm-hmm. you know, pardon the pun, he goes in some horrific situations occur. I guess right. Yeah, definitely horrific situations occur. So where did you kind of come up with this idea? You wrote the screenplay. It's a really great idea. Where did where did it come up from uh, for you? Uh, so the concept of this short really started with um, I had a vision uh, of an image in my head of a child taking care of a baby, pretty much a baby taking care of a baby. Yeah. Um, and from there, it kind of kept evolving and figuring out, like, why was this kid taking care of this other kid? And ultimately led into, well, what if he's taking care of this kid because he really is just trying to take care of his mom and he he needs this baby to take care of his mom the way that she needs to be taken care of. And it's like, a, there's a big, there's a lot of like a big uh, journey. That's it's almost like a, almost like an adventure in its concept, yeah. right? Where he's got to get out of the situation. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely a journey um, yeah. for the character of Sammy. There's the, definitely the beginning, the middle and the end. And you may not realize it on first watch, but when you watch it a second time, you go, Oh, wait a minute that opening scene wasn't exactly what I may have thought it was on the first watch. So you're got you're a pretty busy guy, according to your, uh, to, to your, to your Instagram page, you got like what, three films going on at the same time right now. Um, so I have three films that I, there's three main short films that I released that are pinned at the top of my, um, top of my page. Uh, but I've been working on an anthology feature for the last, I guess, two, three years uh, that I'm hoping to have complete by next year. And so you, so that's like what? Uh, what is that? What does that describe? Uh, so I back in 2020 during lockdown, I wrote an album that my old roommate uh, Kyle produced and played on the album with me. And each song tells a different story about a low point in somebody's life. And they all were originally screenplays or scripts that I written or were thinking about writing that I then turned into songs. And then from there, I'm taking each one of those songs and creating a music video that's 100% narrative, no no band playing. And each song will then follow each character at this low point in their life. And there's a subtle through line that connects the the 10 videos once they're all done. Oh, wow. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So in terms of this particular project, uh, the, the thing that stands out, well, it's a really nicely directed film, but really, the thing that stands out, obviously we'll get to the performances in a second, but yeah. your cinematography, your your lightings, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, tell me about that relationship and kind of like most of it, basically your film set outdoors, well, most of it at least. And it's like, but it's got a really interesting kind of look and vibe and feel oh. to it. Can you talk to me about like how you kind of came up with your kind of tone of the film? Um, so shout out to Matt Knoll, the cinematographer of the project. Um, we went to college together and before I moved out to LA, I knew that, Hey, we, we worked on some projects beforehand and I came to him and said, Hey, I want to do one more project before I moved to LA. Are you down? And he goes, yeah. So I, I, I pitched him the idea of the kid taking care of a kid. And we kind of sat and brainstormed for a while, just coming up with what's this, project that we want to do that really showcases where we are now as filmmakers before I move on to the next chapter of my life in LA and he continues to move on um, with his filmmaking. Uh, So really just a a great collaboration with the cinematographer and since we've done projects before we kind of have like a shorthand and we know how to communicate with one another which really helped. 
And so you did you find a new cinematographer when you moved to LA? <laughs> uh, no. So we went to college together in uh, Temple University in Philadelphia. So oh my god, I just talked to someone from Temple University. I just told oh, them really? today that I never talked it was a, a student film. I never talked to anybody from Temple before. In the same day, I've talked to someone from Temple. That's amazing. <laughs> I wonder if we know each other. Uh, well, she still but, goes to school there, so she just. She oh, okay, yeah, there. I've been out. I've been out for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we did. Um, me and Matt Knoll did all of the location scouting together, and we actually would take pictures of all the of the shot list that I had in my head. We would take pictures at each location, so then we could then show each other, hey, like this is what I'm looking for. And then he could say, okay, great. I could tell him the mood. I could show him a lookbook. And from there, we can kind of come up with the imagery that we knew would help tell the story. And um, in a way, the location kind of is, it's it's kind of is like a character in the film too. Yeah. Uh, wow. And then you sort of like, so of course, like, and then you guys like, you guys like shot list everything. Do you storyboard a little bit? Like how do you kind of how do you kind of create the before you go on set? How do you kind yeah. of organize everything? Uh, it's definitely I definitely shot list everything. Uh, I'm not the best uh, drawler in the world, uh, so what really helps me is taking whether friends or the actors or stand-ins to the location or to a location that can really act like the main location, and then I'll take pictures of everything on my phone. I have an app that I can then put in my camera. And I can put in the lenses I'm using so I can really see the image the way that I'm hoping to capture it on my camera. And then from there, I can showcase this little lookbook and all these stills to the cinematographer, in this case, to Matt Knoll, uh, and say, like, hey, like in this shot, this is the the movement that's going to happen. Or this one's really static and I want it to be very symmetrical where there's a pole uh, in the middle where you can kind of see both sides of the land or some shots when the when Sammy walks through a location later on in the film, you'll see the cops walk through the same location. And I wanted to make sure that the shots were exactly the same. So the audience had this sense of, wait, this looks familiar. Why does this look familiar? And they might not realize it. It's because they saw that same exact framing and that same exact shot a minute yeah. or two prior, but it had a kid and a baby in a stroller instead of three police officers with their flashlights. And so, okay, and then also more technical aspects or creative technical aspects, the makeup, uh, yes. doing the makeup with the blood and the, and the, especially on the kid. How, how who did that? Uh, so that was the production designer, uh, Nicolette Tereshko. Um, we've actually been we've been partners together since 2012. Um, they've worked on pretty much all of my projects in the production design and in the makeup. Um, they're very talented with what they do, and I really lucked out with having uh someone to be uh be on my team this whole way uh so they really came in and they've worked with the sammy uh, or jacob and michael before the two child actors so they had a good connection and nick nicolette really knows just how to really make it make it fit the story and bring the production design to life and listen to me rant about what i'm thinking and what i want it to look like and then having them turn around and be like, Hey, like, is this good? Or is this good? And I go, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Um, so thankfully, uh, we work on a lot of projects together. So this wasn't our first one. So just like Matt and all, we had a lot of shorthand where we could reference back to certain projects or reference back to projects that we may have worked on together, but we may have not have been in the director and cinematographer or director and production design role, yeah. <clears throat> but we can then 
bring up examples and say, hey, remember this on that one film where we did this and this? And they go, oh, I know exactly what you mean. And they can you have just, a relationship. Yeah, We have a great relationship. Yeah, great working relationship too, which which helps. That's amazing. So, and also I got to ask you about the sound design. It's a really nice sound design. As well. mm -hmm. uh, who did that? Uh, so I have a sound design artist that um, I actually did a film out in Ireland and he was the the sound designer and I was the AD and we actually ended up <clears throat> bunking for the two weeks uh, in one of the rooms and we got kind of close and started uh, chatting about films and realized that we have a lot of similar similar likes and I told him that I was a director and he was like oh I do a lot of post sound so we exchanged contact and since then he's been my my go-to sound guy his name's Nate Adius uh, he actually now lives out here in LA um, and he did the sound design for the feature that I'm working on he <clears throat> he helped mix and master all the entire music like the album uh, and, and since then he's been doing all the post sound for all of my newest projects so he's he's a great sound guy uh if anyone needs needs a sound guy hit me up on instagram i'll send you his contact yeah he's fantastic like like i said i wanted you to reach out to him okay so let's talk let's now talk about uh the casting uh yes. you have a child actor and you have a baby so yes. basically independent movie it's kind of a horror movie as well mm -hmm. very curious about how you got this 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 amazing uh this amazing boy to 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 act in this film and plus the baby as well uh so yeah i really lucked out um i were i was an ad on a short film that jacob was in i believe he was maybe seven or eight at the time and since i was the ad i interacted with the parents a lot and we started chatting and jacob is such a phenomenal actor um so could you, could you, just, could you just give me a background so you were the first the first ad second ad third ad <sighs> Oh uh, yeah, so I was the first AD on a short, and I, that's where I met Jacob and okay. Uh, okay. Jacob's parents. You do like, you just mentioned another film, so you do you do like AD work, I guess. I used to do a lot of AD work um, when I was way back when. I don't really do that as much anymore. Uh, right. Now I just I focus on directing and editing. That's kind of my main <clears throat> my main bread and butter. Um, ADing was fun, but it wasn't exactly where I wanted to go, um, and I realized that it wasn't. The end goal I was looking for, but I met a lot of cool people along the way. Gotcha. It seems like um, you did, yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. so you met him on you met him on the, on this film. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I met him on this other film. Um, we got I got in contact with the parents. Uh, we exchanged information, and I guess maybe a year two 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 three ish years later, I hit them up and I said, "Hey, I'm doing a music video. Um, I need a child actor. Would love to work with Jacob." Uh, parents read the script, listened to the song, they agreed. So we did that project. Um, and from there, I was like, wow, this kid is a great actor. I wish I could get him in an, an actual movie and not just a music video. Uh, so that's when I approached Matt Knoll and was like, hey, I have two kid actors in mind. One is this kid named Jacob. You haven't met him, but he's a great actor and he would do a phenomenal job at the at the lead. And the other one is this, this kid named uh, Michael Harrington. And I actually know his parents because I went to high school with uh, his father. So that's the person that played the baby. Uh, and I did a, a spec Skittles commercial and the kid just was so well behaved on set. Um, and I was like, wow, this kid's great too. And then that idea popped in my head months or a year later where I went, wait a minute, I want to do a film with a kid and a baby. I have a kid and a baby. So when I wrote the script, I had those two children in mind since the start. So once I finished the script, I sent it to the parents and I said, Hey, are you guys interested? Do you approve of this concept? Um, yeah. And thankfully, both sets of parents were like, we're in let's do it and the the rest was kind of history um 
if they if both parents said no or if one set of parents said no I probably wouldn't have made the film because it would have been too hard to cast for this role because I knew exactly who was who it was written for. Wow. And the parents, the parents with the baby there, were they like beside the baby the whole time on set? Like, how is that? How did that work? Uh, yeah. So the, the kids were um, the parents were always on set. There's always at least one, if not both parents on set. So one per per child. Um, and they were always pretty much right there. Um, they'd always get approval before we did anything. I would walk them through the shots and say, this is kind of what's going to be happening. We would block it without the kid, and then we'd bring the baby in, and then we would go from there. Wow. And, yeah, because it's like the baby, like, obviously, you must be, like, limited in terms of, like, how many hours you can shoot these two characters, I guess, yeah. right? So we were, I don't remember the exact number, but it's somewhere in that like six to eight hour range. Uh, thankfully, since there was adults in the movie, we were able to film some of the adult scenes after the kids left, or yeah. we were able to start with some of the adult scenes and then move into the kids, the the scenes where the kids are in. Um, but I want to say 90% of the movie is these two children. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. There's never like a shot really where they're alone uh, or where like the kids are alone without the other kid. Um, so it was really just getting down to good scheduling, making sure that it all fit in and that uh, we never went over. So the parents and the kids. Well, I guess your, your AD experience <laughs> teaches you how to have a good schedule, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, we really lucked out with a, a solid AD. He's another uh, director, producer, friend of mine that went to Temple. His name's uh, Sid Kreitzer, and he was great. No, I'm not, but I'm talking about your own, you know how to, or you know how to schedule a film. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah, that that is that as well, too. Yeah, I've done a lot of AD work, so hmm. it helped when you put two director AD brains together. It really helps making a, a workable schedule that the cast and crew will be happy with. Well, yeah, like it's a really, like like I said, it's like it's one, it's like a really unique film on so, so many different levels. And it's it's kind of fantastic. And it's like perfectly timed, like nine minutes and... I hope it's serving you well. I hope it's people it's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, it's been doing uh doing very well so far in the festival run. We have 10 wins and five nominations. So couldn't couldn't really be happier than that. Uh just the fact that people are watching it, it's getting responses and people are enjoying it. A lot of things I hear people want to feature. Uh they always say this this short was good, but can, can you write it into a feature? Uh, yeah, I, I can would see have a feature. Uh yeah. just the the funding for a feature can get a lot sometimes. Yeah, but at the same time, you got you got you got a feature in you for sure. Like I know you're doing anthology, do. yes. but you have the you can see you have the temperament and you have the the experience to 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 pull off a feature film. Yeah, I would. I would uh, I'm in the process of it, so hopefully, I can get this done within the next year and uh, have it released by early 25. So yeah, and you seem to be like you're always busy and you're always like even the way you uh, send emails to us, it's like you're. <laughs> you're nice and specific but it's like you there's a there's a certain organizational head headspace you have so i appreciate that so we well speaking of that we we actually showed your film at two of our festivals yeah I, yeah the, two, uh, it did well in both. feedback videos <laughs> what did you think about the audience have to say about your film oh it was great i love that's the one thing that was tough about this film was we released it during covid uh so we didn't really get a lot of uh festival screenings it was a lot of online screenings or festivals that i wasn't able to attend to because of travel um and this last year we were finally able to see it on the big screen which is awesome but those audience feedback videos worked out so well because i got to hear what people thought about the film in a time where 
it was a lot of just like comments on screen, like on the on screens or word of mouth of what people thought. So it was really awesome to sit and hear what people had to say about it. And I think that the message and the the feelings I was trying to convey definitely came through based off of the uh, responses that I got. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Dude, this is a great, like, fantastic. And and you're really on. Like I said, you can see that you're on your way. Like you're on your way to to having a pretty outstanding career. So I can't wait to see what you do next. Of course, your your um your anthology series and like and it seems like you're you're and you know how to market too. It seems like you know how to really market your film as well. Uh, I enjoy the making the part marketing part. I'm still getting a little bit better at, but it's it's a learning game. But you're doing it though. You're not I'm doing you're not, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not sitting on your heels. You're you're trying to get it done, right? Yeah. Well, let's talk again when uh, when the, your next film is made because I love to keep in touch and uh, yeah, I love to see what you do next. Yeah, for anyone out there, if you want to check it out, it's called A Little Down. Two words: A little is one, then down's the next. Uh, it's all on YouTube. I released seven of the ten shorts. The last three I'm not releasing until the full feature is done because they kind of help tie it together a little bit more. Yeah. But I released the other seven as I was doing them just so people could see what I'm working on and help me get locations and other actors as I continue to do the bigger and bigger projects near the end. Well, that's amazing. Let's talk then. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Burleson Eric or a little down uh, band and shoot me any messages or anything. Uh, would love to chat with people that watch the film and hear what you think about it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take.